Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Belly Up Sports proudly presents its podcast champions of the world, the Jabba Jaw, Nick Velasquez, the Roundhead, Matt O'Day. And we represent the Scoreboard Addicts Podcast and the Squared Circle. All right. And we're here today to discuss some WrestleMania uh, greatness, is all I can call it. And Matt, I got one question for you. Are you ready? I am. Thanks Are for coming on, Matt. Appreciate you. Oh, thank you for having me. I I appreciate you. It's uh, an honor to be here. And it's, do you, I know we're in different locations, but do you, do you smell that? It's, oh, it's WrestleMania season, baby. Smells like it. Oh, it smells like blood, that, sweat, it's tears. That time of the year. It's getting there. It's getting there. Last night, adrenaline. Last night pushed me into the right direction for being excited for this year's WrestleMania. But other than that, I mean, with with the network on Peacock, it's just so easy to just get lost in all the nostalgia, even if the current product isn't what you like what you like it to be. The older stuff is is amazing. You know, we've both been I've, talking about it. I've literally been watching uh, I, I just got to season eight, which is two thousand, uh the first episode of, of two thousand of Raw right now. I was I just had it on. So the McMahon Helmsley era has just started and uh it hasn't gotten to the point where Tori turns on Kane yet. Spoiler alert, Tori turns on Kane. Spoilers. Uh, so it, has, it hasn't gotten to that point yet, but uh, but it's leaning that way. She's already spent Christmas with X-Pac, who I absolutely loathe. Has no gimmick whatsoever. <laughs> he's got no character he's development. Just he's, just, he's the little... No, he's not even himself. If he's himself, he's boring. He's very boring. If that's him, like if that's who he is as a human being, Jesus just somebody who who screams and stands next to people and makes empty threats because he's like three feet tall and everybody else is a six foot three. Well, it's his boys, you know. He's allowed to do that when you have when you have Nash backing you up. Yeah, I, I get it, but I just I, he's he's just not good at anything. The heat is and like, real, and he and he wrestles like he's six foot four. I haven't seen him wrestle in so long. He just came back recently. I mean, he was he was a he was agile, but for a guy of his size to not jump off a turnbuckle ever, it's like wow, you're really boring, dude. To not do a hurricane, yeah, yeah. to not do a springboard at all, to not jump fly at all at your height at five foot ten, like one hundred and eighty pounds, like really. <laughs> he was the most uncruiserweight cruiserweight champion. And Hornswoggle was cruiserweight champion. I'm sorry, even Jackie Jacqueline was cruiserweight champion. And a better Chief champion. was a hurricane here and there. 
Jackie always did the Huracaranas. Yeah. Very boring. But we're not here to talk about X-Pac, X-Pac, No-Pac, whatever you want to call them. I don't really care. Um, we're here to talk about WrestleMania. No kids. And and yeah. and it's it, what we feel about WrestleMania. So we're here to talk about what our, our favorite WrestleMania is. And I don't think you can really limit yourself to one or two or three that took place in that very ring. <laughs> so, you, you know, what? I, it's, wrestling is so hard for the reason that you just said. You can't really pick like, oh, the best, you know, the best one ever. Just like you can't pick the best wrestler ever because there's just so many different criteria that. Who, who, what's, your, what's your favorite WrestleMania? And go, give me 17. top three. Give, give me top three. Top three. All right. Top three. I'm going to say WrestleMania 17. Okay. And why? I wrote notes because I was watching it earlier. Yeah. Give to, it to me, me, it's top to bottom. I think one of the most entertaining WrestleManias. The My Way promo for Austin and Rock, well, Limp Biscuit. Maybe the best wrestling promo that there ever was, to be honest. It was to on point from top to bottom. You anytime you hear that song, you don't think of Limp Biscuit, you think of I think of WrestleMania. Exactly. I do and just the TLC match, TLC two, the Hardys, Dudley's, Edge and Christian. It put them all even more on the map. It put them into another level. Above yeah. map, there's no map. They're not in the map anymore. They've reached the upper atmosphere toward the stratosphere. They're not on the map. They don't. There's no Even map for that area. If that wasn't, if they weren't in Texas, and they didn't have Rock and Austin, that could have main evented WrestleMania, and everybody would have went home happy. Yeah, that's. I mean, the spear, Edge hit Jeff Hardy dangling in the air, crazy spot. You know, you have Lita getting speared, Spike Dudley, Rhino. Like, you have all these other outside interactions that didn't even really take away from the match. Yeah, and they don't they don't have tag title ladder matches like that anymore. I they don't get do it anything. now, you know. They don't do anything fun anymore. It's terrible. They don't do anything. They don't do anything. And then you have Triple H and Taker, okay. which was a great match, which, you know, later down the line when they – wrestled again they neglected that which i think was stupid because it's crazy to say but taker was like in the prime of his career at this point and to have those two that was great the triple threat hardcore match kane big show and rhino um raven that was a great match that honestly almost ended wrestlemania i was listening to the podcast of um with brother love, Bruce Pritchard, something to wrestle with. And they said that when Raven was driving the golf cart during the match, he stopped short and almost went into like the electrical outlet for the entire arena. And if they would have knocked that out, they would have killed power to the whole show. So like the whole show would have ended because of Raven. But thankfully they didn't. And then, I mean, Rock and Austin. It's 
the build up, the match. My that that is my top to almost bottom favorite WrestleMania minus that stupid fucking handshake between Austin and Vince, which WC them buying WCW didn't ruin the Attitude Era. That handshake in my mind ruined and killed the Attitude Era. So you so know, my favorite yeah. WrestleMania. Uh, 1730 <laughs> before we make a whole community mad 1730 and that's why we're not live <laughs> and good and I think one like I went to 29 34 and 35 35 was too long 29 the rock lost 34 my my third WrestleMania maybe probably when when Sean retired because that match was just phenomenal. Twenty six. That was twenty six. Twenty six. That and that I feel is the only time the World Championship should not be the main event, men or women. You know, got to give the women some love. I don't. But, I mean, that was just it was such a good match. It's crazy that it was better than the first one. So, yeah. I'll say 26. So. What about you? My favorite WrestleMania of my life, WrestleMania 12. Now, my, my, my WrestleMania. My love, dream. Has come true. Well, always center around the heartbreak kid, the showstopper, the main event, Mr. WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels. Um, and that's my Mount Rushmore, by the way. I just, that was my Mount Rushmore. The heartbreak kid, Mr. WrestleMania, the showstopper, and the main event. Those, that's my Mount Rushmore. Um, All right. But, uh, so my, my my WrestleMania love will always center around him. And my the first so as a kid I didn't have my my parents didn't watch wrestling and uh, they didn't support my watching wrestling to the extent that they were willing to pay money uh, to to let me watch wrestling. So I didn't get to watch pay per views like that. So the first pay per view that I actually ever got to see was a VHS that my my dad let me rent uh, of WrestleMania twelve. That's awesome. And and did you uh what's that was it palmer video or west coast video at the time i was in puerto rico at the time oh, okay because <laughs> so, you know what i'm talking about right yes, on bay yes, street? yes, yeah. yes. there was a west coast video <laughs> on bay street but i but but you gotta remember back then i didn't live in staten island that's right i lived in brooklyn so uh we had a, i think we had a west coast video in staten island and brooklyn too no hollywood we had hollywood video okay but uh, but no, you, I, I were you on Sun Island when that West Coast was still there? I don't know how yeah. long. I used to buy baseball cards from there. <laughs> All right, so what I would do is I have to tell you this, this is not funny. In my parents' room, they would have a they would have multiple coffee cans, quarters, nickels, dimes, pennies. So I would sneak in there. I would grab like a handful of quarters. Yeah, from your parents. Got it. Pocket. 
hop on my bike, bike to West Coast video. Which is now a veterinarian. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. They, they're saving animals, man. No, no, they are. They took the whole plaza over. They took the whole the thing over. They're great. Gone. Everything, they're great. everything is gone. That pizzeria sucked. Grandma's pizza? Yeah, it wasn't that good. It's if, if your name is if your name is Grandma's Pizza and your pizza sucks, you should become a veterinarian because you're just not doing it right. But I would take that fistful of quarters, I would go to the card vending machine, and they had the the like the cards that you would move. The hologram. Like, the hologram, yeah. And it'll be like Austin giving the stunner, Triple H hitting my like the rock with the belts and like they moved and I recently found them and I was like instant, instant West coast Palmer video flashback. That's when all the WWF VHSs were there. But uh, yeah, I was in Puerto Rico and obviously in Puerto Rico, there's no TV that's in English. I don't speak Spanish. And my dad rented uh, two videos for me. And one was, like a late 80s, early 90s. I want to say it was late 80s. It had to be late, late 80s because it was the Rockers. The Rockers oh, wow. and the Steiners were in the WWF at the time, which obviously is now the WWE. But the second yeah. one I saw was WrestleMania 12. Uh, obviously, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart in the Iron Man match uh, for the WWF championship. And, uh, and Shawn Michaels will always be like kind of like Shawn Michaels will always be my favorite wrestler, hands down. Uh, you said yeah. you can't pick a favorite. Oh, I can absolutely pick a favorite. My favorite wrestler is Shawn Michaels. No, no, you could pick a favorite. I mean, that discussion of like, oh, who's the best of all time? Oh, who's the best? The best to me is Shawn Michaels, period. Uh, I, I don't even need to talk about Hogan or or Cena or or, or The Rock or Triple H or, or Angle or, or any of them. Bret Hart, he sucked more than all of them put together. Um I, I don't need to talk about him. Shawn Michaels is the best wrestler. Ric Flair was the worst thing that ever happened to the world. Um, but point being is, is that Shawn Michaels, I will, it's, it's, it's burned in my brain. If I ever run into Shawn Michaels somewhere, uh, as I'm reading his book, he's talking about people bothering him, asking him for autographs, which I understand. I don't think I would ever have the courage to ask him for an autograph just because I'd be like so awestruck. Um but uh, I would actually tell him thank you for entertaining me in my childhood. And, yeah, and it's, burned into, it's burned into my brain, Jose Lothario. And I want to say that maybe that's why is because I found out that he got trained by somebody Spanish. And, and there were no like Spanish wrestlers at the time that weren't like super gimmicky like Spanish wrestlers. Yeah. To include guys like Eddie Guerrero, who's super gimmicky. Super Mexican for somebody who's not really Mexican. Yeah. Okay. Right? Because he's American, right? Let's be real. He's American. He, but yeah, he was. Everything about him, it says Mexico, except for the fact that he was born in America. Um, But I, I think Jose Lothario coming out and pointing and then seeing Sean zip line in was just so freaking incredible to me. At yeah. Least. Um, And then him winning and just the boyhood dream, like you said. Uh. WrestleMania 12 is just in my head an hour long. We'd never seen anything like that. And Sean was that guy that you never saw that before, you know, uh, from, from ladder matches and cage matches to 
Iron Man matches, and then when he finally made his return to the Elimination Chamber. Um, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I'm not saying he's the first one. Hell in a Cell. Say again. Hell in a Cell. Yes. No, absolutely. no, no. I'm saying like he he was the originator to where he was yeah. always. Oh, this is a new match. God damn it, pal. Get Sean. And like, you know, they get Sean in because they know he's going to put it over and it's going to be, and he's going to steal the show. And, and, and I'm not saying he invented these things. I'm just saying is that when they came to WWE, when they came to mainstream, he was there. Yeah. Because I'm sure they had ladder matches and cage matches and hell in a cell and, and maybe not elimination chamber. That's a little bit of a big production for any small production to try to do but i'm sure they had ladder matches in mexico and hell in a cell yeah. in mexico and stuff like that and japan things like that yeah but sean brought it to america and that was the first time we saw it in the mainstream for our country at least and wrestlemania 12 will always be up there for me uh and then 25 and 26 the first uh go around uh, 25 was the first time i was like i i remember not being home 25 I was in, uh, I want to say it was 25. I'm pretty sure it was 25. 25, I was in Sacramento, California training uh, for, for the Army. And I watched it on my laptop. Oh, wow. And because uh, I was like staying in like a hotel. And uh, I really thought he was going to win. I really did. Right. I wanted him to win so badly. And that match was incredible. It really was. To 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 take her almost breaking his neck and dying, to you know the the uh, the uh, I don't even know the imagery of Sean being the saint, the Undertaker being the sinner with the white and the black, and I also saw yeah. it as like it was like a cowboy theme because I'm pretty sure they both showed up wearing cowboy hats. Sean in the white hat, Taker yeah. in the black hat, and. Sean I mean, Undertaker's hat is not a, right. Taker rising right. from the hell. It's hundred percent, and, 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 and that does the have little a lot things to do. like that. The little things like that that make the story so much better. And uh, they they put on a hell of a show. They tore it down, and then the following year, they did it again. And and, and so twenty five and twenty six, Sean's did a lot of WrestleManias, but twenty five and twenty six. After 12 for Wasn't me. 20, I think it was 26 when they did that, the white entrance. Because they, no, they, that did, they did the white figure, entrance both. Oh, they did? Okay. I don't remember. I just know that that. Because Sean was already like super Christian at that point. Mad money. And he, so Sean was trying to interject his Christianity into wrestling, which is okay. why all his clothes had like crosses on them and. Things like that, um, but yeah, those those are my my three top WrestleManias. And they all involve Shawn Michaels wearing white. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> That's funny, actually. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, that, like... it, it, I sound like a mark, and I might be a little bit. But Shawn Michaels is the reason I watch wrestling. If he's not there, and I haven't watched wrestling since that match, yeah. Look at me. I haven't watched wrestling since that match. Because uh, these new kids, the, the the guy I thought was going to take up the mantle was Ziggler. Oh, really? Was Ziggler. I thought Ziggler would. 
I, Jericho is Shawn Michaels 2.0, but he wrestled at the same time as Shawn, so it's kind of hard to – he's more like Shawn Michaels 1.5. Yeah, and he's you still know, going, I, Jericho. And he is. And I, I watched AEW when it first took off because I always believe in supporting something new just because it, yeah. it drives competition. It, it makes everything better. Um, but I didn't get the chance to you – know, once I went overseas, I missed a lot of AEW stuff, and I haven't got back into it since I got home. Um. But I really did think that Dolph Ziggler with the super kick and his move set and his physique, I thought he was going to be – and he's actually pretty charismatic. Um, I thought he might be somewhere on the line with Sean. Uh, but I, I think now he more – it seems more like Seth Rollins. I think – I think it's going to be like Rollins and Roman. Because like what Roman is on another planet right now, planet. He's which is weird because everybody seemed to hate him when he first popped off. Irked me a little bit, and it's not you. It's it's Peacock. How you just called it an episode? Like Peacock's layout for the network. It, I'll save that for another time to like where we do like a yeah. little rant on it. But yeah, it no, I understand how you feel because they put the season as, up, as, as if it's a season. Yeah. Or yeah. there's no even breakdown, like a match breakdown to when you watch something. Like I put on, yeah, on, WWE, on, the, on the network, there was a breakdown where you could skip yeah. promos and matches. But Ziggler, I always, I thought Ziggler would have been in a better position. Because he was a fan favorite. I feel like he's stuck I in the intercontinental area. I didn't go to it, but my buddy went. And he said it was one of the loudest pops he's ever he's ever heard. When Ziggler cashed in Money in the Bank after WrestleMania 29, the place went nuts. And, like, they were like, one, two, three. And, like, crazy pop. And then he got a fucking concussion. And then that was it. Which I, I I hate that because I get like certain guys get hurt, but like it's some of it's freak accidents. You're gonna punish a guy and not reward him again just because oh wow he might he might get hurt and we're putting all this time and energy to him. How many times did you do that for Jeff Hardy? <laughs> like, Jeff Hardy didn't get hurt. He has a, he he's an addict. Which I think is worse. So, yeah, because that could that could happen at any time. He's out of the office because of him his own choices, not because somebody made a mistake or yeah. some freak accident. It's because he was like, "Today I'm just gonna do some drugs, and I'm out of the office for the next six months. I gotta go to rehab." Yeah, it's like getting injured for a non-contact injury, it's the worst. And I know you don't like the little guys, but like Finn Balor, it's listen. It's he, not that I don't like her. You don't like the little guys in world championship. I don't like situations. it. I, I don't like a little guy versus a giant guy, and you expect me to believe that he's gonna whoop his ass. It's just not possible. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that too. Like the Ramis, like Ray Mysterio winning the Royal Rumble. Ah, uh, you just two. don't like Ray Mysterio because he's Mexican. Can't say that. Same reason you don't like Kingston. That that you shouldn't say either because like I know you're joking. Other people who can't see the video might not, but it's not the reason why. I 
I should. I was a, a little same reason Domino's won't deliver to your house anymore. Don't fucking Domino's. <laughs> I know I'm five minutes away and they blacklisted me because it takes them two and a half hours to bring me bread, cheesy <laughs> bread and pizza. Fucking Domino's. <laughs> Good but I think though. that wraps up our favorite World Wrestling Federation Entertainment WrestleMania moments. It does. Um, we'll get back with everybody again next time. I'm not sure what next time will be, but we'll get back to you next time. Uh, next time we're feeling froggy. And you know what they say. If you're feeling froggy, you might just jump. <laughs> well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump on my opportunity tomorrow when I'm on the sport, the scoreboard addicts podcast one more time to defend my WWE attitude era championship. Yeah. Just so you know, we're actually, uh, we brought in a ringer for that one, but, uh, follow us. Obviously you're going to find me at score addicts pod on Twitter, scoreboard addicts podcast on YouTube, uh, at jabber J uh, kind of written the way you see it right there, but it's going to be without the AW. Uh, and you can find Matt over on Twitter at T squared circle and Instagram at the underscore squared circle. And you can find your wrestling memes over there. You can see Matt on occasion on the scoreboard addicts podcast. And as obviously we're going to be doing uh, a little bit of work over here and we're calling this one. This is called in this very Squared circle. Thank you. There it is. Have a good night. This guy right here. Stay rock. This is the Scoreboard Addicts Podcast. Starring Nick, TJ, and The Rook. Our shows are for the average sports fan who likes drinking. Talking sports and talking shit. We cover all sports from the MLB to the NHL and everything in between, as well as review movies and discuss pop culture. Dude, he wouldn't be in the NFL if he couldn't play at this level. All right? You get this. Good day. I can't believe you just said it. That was the stupidest thing I've heard you say in weeks. All right? See, he can never play at this level. I never heard. I'm ruining the magic. That's a a really interesting point. We all know of shady underground places that give massages and happy endings. And does it not seem to out of the realm of possibilities? Do <laughs> It's an embarrassment. I think fans are tired. Um, you know, because it's a clown show organization. Guess what, Joe? It is. It's still a man sport. This is still hockey. Step the fuck up. <laughs> He's looking. I don't know why, but he looked at me. I'm looking at you. I see him looking at me. He goes. <laughs> He's trying to eat it real low key. Join us at bellyup.tv on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. for our movie reviews and on Saturdays at 7 p.m. for our standard sports talk show. Oh, yeah. Hey, gang, it's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. We are the fantasy show of the people. That means we give the people what they want. Expert fantasy advice, leading medical and legal analysis, free contests, and innovative games to keep you entertained. Watch us live with the Tiki Live app on the Belly Up Sports channel, subscribe to us on YouTube, or follow us on all social media platforms. 
Visit TSSFantasy.com today for all the latest updates from the fantasy show of the people. We put the fun in fantasy. Yeah! <laughs> mayo. mayo over sour cream, yeah. Right, that's because you have high cholesterol. Okay! If you drafted Julio Jones, you got ghosted. <laughs> this, this is amazing. TSS fantasy. It's like an orgasm. If I had a cigarette, I'd smoke it. Fuck I'm pumped to be here. This is the show of shows. TSS fantasy, the fantasy show of the people. <laughs>